This is the Mainly Plants Podcast. My name is Ryan Furman. I'm a certified nutritionist and uh, personal trainer. Um, the website is mainlyplants.com, social media, at mainlyplants across all the platforms. And you can email me, ryan at mainlyplants.com. Uh, let's see here. Uh, if you found the podcast, then you're obviously listening to it. And I would appreciate if you head on over to iTunes and just take a quick second to rate and review it. It helps me out a bunch. Um, some more housekeeping, because I haven't done it in a while. If you head on over to mainlyplants.com and you click on Shop Amazon, it'll take you right to Amazon. It uh, keeps everything the same for you, but it helps me out and it helps me keep the podcast free. Uh, so I appreciate that. Um, also, what else is on the, the site? There's a bunch of stuff that I've been meaning to tell you guys about. Um, and I keep forgetting about it week after week after week. Um, also, underneath that Shop Amazon um, navigation bar on the homepage of Mainly Plants, there's a, an area for essential products, which are some of, some of the standard products that I recommend, um, such as like uh, a B12 or MCT oil and tofu press, stuff like that, stuff that I use frequently. So that's my recommendation for stuff like that. Uh, quality products, okay? Next to that, you'll see a, a navigation link for Shop Mainly Plants. You click on that, it's going to take you right to Amazon as well, but it's going to show you the available t-shirts that I have for you guys, both men's and women's styles, multiple colors, and they're all on Amazon Prime, which means you don't pay shipping so long as you're a Prime member, and they get there relatively fast. Also, underneath the podcast uh, navigation on the website, you'll see an area for sponsors. If you're listening to this podcast, say, in the car or while you're doing work and you don't have a piece of paper and pen in front of you or you don't feel like jotting it down, this is an area where you're going to see all of the sponsors for the podcast and the coupon codes and their corresponding discounts. Uh, and you can just go ahead and click on, for example, there's one for Love Goodly. You click on that, it'll take you right to Love Goodly's website and it'll show you right below that link for Love Goodly what the code word is. Speaking of uh, sponsors, Love Goodly. So Love Goodly is, and I've said it a million times, they're an awesome company. They're a very, very fast-growing women's subscription box, and their mission is to help women switch to a healthier, non-toxic, vegan, and cruelty-free line of beauty and skincare products. And what you don't know is that your skin is your largest organ, and it absorbs up to 60% of what's put on it. And every day, on average, women use 168 chemicals in their personal care. And 60% of that's getting absorbed. So, you know, it, these could be having adverse effects on you, whether they be short-term or long-term. But with Love Goodly stuff, it's all non-toxic, all healthy stuff. And what it is, is you can choose from two box sizes. There's the Essential Box for $29.95, and there's the VIP Box for $47.95. And they're always valued at way over what you pay for them. For, for example, the Essential is always valued at over $85. And the, um, the, uh, the VIP is always valued at over $115. And they come every other month. So you're not in this big rush to use your products. And you get four to five products in each box. And they're full-sized. So you can take your time. You can really see if you like these products. And if you like them, you can buy them directly through Love Goodly's website. What you need to do is go to lovegoodly.com. That's L-O-V-E-G-O-O-D-L-Y.com. Use code word mainlyplants at checkout. Get seven bucks off your first box. 
Uh, second is Viome. Viome is an unbelievable company that um, fuses technology and health together. What you do when you sign up is they're going to send you a kit and you send that kit back with a small uh, stool sample. Super easy to take, it's not disgusting. And then with a few days, maximum two weeks, you're going to have access to a portal uh, through, through your phone. Uh, it's, it's through an app and you're going to be able to see what your gut biome is like, whether it's healthy, whether it's not healthy, whether it's kind of average. You're also going to be able to see what foods you should be eating more of, what foods you should be eat, uh, limiting, and what foods you absolutely should not be eating. And you might be surprised. A lot of times people are eating what they view as healthy because it might be certain vegetables, but their gut biome is not in a place where it's able to handle certain vegetables and different plants. So it's really a good idea if you're not sure about your gut health, if you're making the transition to whole food plant-based, if you're not yet whole food plant-based, or if you are whole food plant-based, but certain foods are might be aggravating it, but you're not sure which ones are kind of upsetting you, it's a great tool to have. Super, super amazing. Um, head on over to Viome.com. It's V-I-O-M-E.com. Enter the code word plants at checkout and get 50 bucks off your membership. Okay. This week, want to talk to you guys about the mindset of of eating animal products and kind of go down the rabbit hole a little bit, okay? So, I'm not sure if you guys have heard of it, but there's this thing called the Yulin Dog Meat Festival. Now, on my Instagram, uh, the people that I follow, I don't put, the, put up these images, but the people that I follow, some of them do, and I'm in a bunch of different groups through social media, and there's been an influx recently of these images and videos, and they're horrific. And what they are, are mostly of live dogs being blowtorched to death. It's awful, and I'm going to get to why, why I still see this stuff, okay? But we need to talk about what the Yulin Dog Meat Festival is to kind of lay a groundwork for the argument of going plant-based and vegan, okay? Or one of the arguments, I should say. <clears throat> and basically, today, uh, June 21st, is the start of the ninth annual dog meat festival in Yulin. But a lot of people don't either know about it or don't know quite what it is or have heard about it, but you know, kind of shelter themselves from really absorbing what it is. And what it is, is it's a lychee and dog meat festival. And it's an annual 10-day event where over 10,000 dogs are eaten. There's also some cat meat and fresh lychees and liquor, which are kind of, you know, um, make up this whole festival. And it takes place in Yulin, which is a city in the Guangxi province of China. And it runs from the 21st of June to the 30th of June, which is one of the hottest weeks of the year there. Now, the first festival took place in 2009 to mark the summer solstice. Dog eating is traditional in China, and according to folklore, eating the meat during the summer months brings luck and good health. 
Now, some also believe that dog meat can ward off diseases and heighten men's sexual performance. But you might be thinking, it's disgusting to eat dog meat, right? I mean, these are our pets. Well, I mean, if you go to India, where cows are revered, they're going to view Americans as being horrific and disgusting for eating cows. Um, there's parts of the world where it's viewed as disgusting to eat pig, and, and a lot of Americans do that. You know, a lot of Europeans eat horse, and, you know, for the, for the, 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 the most part, Americans view that as disgusting. So it's really just based on where you're raised. But why... I'm going to speak for Americans because that's where I am and that's how I grew up. You know, why is it okay that we torture and eat pigs and cows and think nothing of it, but when this dog meat festival comes around, people are up in arms. And I think that it's very hypocritical for people to be outraged about this dog meat festival, but then turn around and have a hamburger. Now, you might be thinking, you know, or you might be saying to yourself, well, they torture these poor dogs and, you know, they kill them horrifically. Well, think about slaughterhouses and think about how cows and pigs and other farm animals in the United States are treated while they're alive. They're beaten. They're kept in tiny cages where they can't move. They are, um, you know, pumped full of antibiotics because... They, the, you know, dairy cows' udders get um, mastitis, mast, mastitis. I want to say it's mastitis. It, it's an infection in their udders because they're over milked. Um, they lead these horrific lives. So, if you're going to be mad about one of them, you should be mad about all of them. And even more of a reason to go vegan and plant based. And, you know, I, I kind of bring this up because. I went plant-based for health reasons. I had high cholesterol and I was fatigued all the time. However, a lot of people go vegan for the animals first. But no matter what the reason is to start, once you go down the rabbit hole, it becomes about everything. It becomes about your health. It becomes about animal welfare. And it becomes about the, the, uh, the health of the earth as a whole. Now. There's obviously a lot of controversy surrounding this dog meat festival, and the festival has attracted widespread negative coverage from within China itself and internationally. Activists have reported that animals are slaughtered inhumanely using clubs and blow torches and, and a million other uh, horrific ways in public, and that the hygiene practices at the festival do not fall in line with Chinese regulations. Now, there are also complaints that Dogs are brought to Yulin from across China in very cramped conditions, and festival visitors have reported seeing some animals with collars, meaning that um, they're stolen pets. That help happens a lot, and that's awful. Now, I want to bring you back to how they are inhumanely slaughtered. It, it, it's, it's kind of an oxymoron to put this tag on slaughter, whether it's, you know, to say that something's slaughtered humanely. Well, I think that the the basis of if something is humane is if you would want it done to you. Would you want to be slaughtered? The answer is no. Therefore, I don't believe that any slaughtering is humane. I believe it's all inhumane. And, you know, the 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 hygiene practices at the festival, you know, don't fall in line with Chinese regulations and 
and the complaints that the dogs are, are in these cramped conditions is growing widespread criticism globally. But we're doing it in our own backyards daily. And not literally our backyards, but in factory farming, the conditions are insanely cramped and the hygiene is disgusting. They're laying in their own shit. They, you know, if you if you look at even quote unquote free range chickens in these gigantic um, you know, warehouses, oftentimes it's so crowded they can barely move and they are just living in their own feces and among dead birds which spread disease, it's disgusting. So these hygiene practices in America are no better than the hygiene practices at this dog meat festival. It's all one and the same. So again, to be up in arms because of, of the reasons at the dog meat festival, but not be up in arms for the, the practices in our own country is incredibly hypocritical. And if you're not vegan, if you're not plant-based, if you eat animal products and you are upset about the dog meat festival, I think that you need to do some, you know, internal searching. Why? Why are you mad about it happening to dogs, but not about pigs, which are, by the way, more intelligent than dogs? But even if they're not, you know, cows, goats, whatever the animal is, whatever the living being is, they're sentient beings. They, they, they can feel pain. They know happiness. They know sadness. You know when your dog's sad. You know when your dog's happy. Just like that, cows can be happy and sad. Pigs can be happy and sad. And it's happening all around us. But because we're raised to view dogs as, you know, higher on the, you know, ethical chart than pigs for just because we've been raised that way is hypocritical. It's not right. Eating dogs in China is not illegal. Now, around 10 to 20 million are killed for human consumption every year. And although the festival is now, um, the custom can be traced back at least 400 years. But attitudes are changing. Keeping dogs as pets was banned during the Cultural Revolution in China. But dog ownership has become popular among China's growing middle class. Now, there are now uh, over 62 million registered dogs as pets in China. Animal activists and celebrities and younger Chinese citizens have been increasingly vocal on social media about opposing dog eating festivals and the practice in general. So what's happening in China is kind of like what's happening in America, right? If you think about it, people are waking up. People are realizing that this it's not right. And it's the same thing that's happening in America. People are realizing that what's happening in farms is not right and we're speaking up. And, you know, just because something has been practiced for a certain amount of time doesn't mean that it's right. Just because you were raised a certain way to value one thing's life over another isn't right. And I heard a great, a great analogy today. You know, people are are not to get too political, but are very upset about what's happening along America's southern border with children being separated from families. 
And understandably, right? But if you have compassion for all living creatures, if you are, if you are um, an animal lover, you should be upset about that across all the species, whether they be human or a cow or a pig or a chicken or whatever it is. You should be upset that children are being ripped away from their families in the instances that they are. Not to get political, but, you know, there's this whole thing about, you know, uh, gangs and drugs, you know, drug runners and them, um, you know, taking children that aren't theirs to cross the border, yada, 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 whatever it is, okay? I'm talking about the families, the actual families, the legitimate families. All the time, whether it be the dairy industry or any of the other big farming industries, the young are separated from their mothers, oftentimes right after birth. And if that upsets you, if it upsets you with humans, it should upset you with all animals. It's not right no matter what it is because all these animals feel sadness. All these animals want to live. All these animals have a predisposition that's wired genetically in them to care for their young. And we should allow them to do so. And, and you need to take your outrage for this dog meat festival and apply it across the board. You need to apply it to everything. If you are upset, but then you go eat a hamburger, that's, that's I mean, your, your, your emotion with, for the dog meat festival has no validity, at least not with me. And I would love to hear your opinions on this. Why, why are you upset with the dog meat festival, but not with, you know, what's happening in America? Or, what's, or, or why are you still eating animal products? You know, even dairy. You, a lot of people say, well, I don't eat meat, but I still eat dairy because cows produce the milk anyway. Not true. Let me explain something to you. The dairy industry is just as horrible. Oftentimes... Well, let me, let me give you kind of the, the rundown. The cows are raped, and you might be rolling your eyes that rape is too strong of a word, but if something is, is uh, being impregnated against its will, I would call that rape. So whether you want to call it rape or artificial insemination, whatever you want. Um, and then the cow gets pregnant, the cow gives birth. The the young is taken away from the mother. The mother is then hooked into a machine that milks it, and it milks it until it's dry, um, often oftentimes causing infection in the udders because of over-milking. Um, at the same time that's going on, the, the young, the, um, you know, the, the newborn calf, is either slaughtered or they are sold as veal, um, but more often than not, the, the young um, don't live very long. Now, in order to keep their, their business growing, they do have to keep some alive and, and uh, raise them into dairy cows, but especially the male cows, um, their, their lives are not long for this world, which is awful. Um, so once the, the milk dries up in the udder of the cow, after it's been milked too long, the process repeats. And the process repeats until 
uh, non-stop, mind you, until that cow is either too weak to have any more kids, um, in which case it is then slaughtered, um, or it just dies from infection, um, and th that cycle continues. It's just this endless cycle of being pregnant, having, having its young ripped away, and being milked. You are When you're drinking milk or when you're eating cheese, you are eating and drinking something that was made for another species' offspring. It would not be making that milk if it didn't have young to uh, feed. So you are inherently stealing that from a child. And I don't think you'd do that to, um, you know, a human, right? It, you should take the same compassion that you have for humans, the same compassion you have for your pets, and apply it to all animals, you know? Um, so that, that's kind of the start of, of the ethics involved, and, and I want to kind of pause... Um, kind of pause the ethics here for this week because I can I can keep going and going and going but I think that's a good start for it to hopefully hopefully kind of spark something in your heads uh, if, if it's not already there to to realize that you know it's not just about your health and it's not just about your pets it's about everything it's about all the animal welfare you know I encourage you to to Google, uh, or actually go on YouTube and watch a movie called Earthlings. It's free. It's called Earthlings. It is um, very, 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 very hard to watch. It took me three times to get through it because I was too emotional to watch the entire thing in one sitting. It's very, very hard. But it's also very, very important. And and I want to get back to what I mentioned earlier, why I keep viewing this stuff. Um, you know, I don't... I don't stop following people when they post these graphic videos and images of dogs, cows, pigs, chickens, fish, uh, whatever the animal is, being slaughtered. And I, I don't stop watching these things, even though I've been vegan for seven years, because you have to exercise that part of your brain, right? Just like you exercise anything else, just like you exercise your arms, just like you um, exercise other parts of your brain, whether it be through meditation or continuing continuing education or whatever it be. That's a part of my brain that I don't want to lose touch with. I want to constantly be reminded that there are animals all over the world um, being tortured because it drives me to spread the word and it drives me to want to help change the minds of other people and help enlighten other people to the horrors that are going on that they would otherwise ignore because it's not pretty. A lot of people, you know, don't just don't want to know. And it's important that we keep refreshing our brains with these terrible images so that we can we can keep that fire stoked in us. Um there, there's a movie coming out. I mentioned it on the podcast. I had a, a giveaway for tickets uh, to it on my Instagram. It's called Eating Animals. It's, uh, I believe it's directed. I know it's narrated by Natalie Portman. It is a new documentary coming out about um, the, the uh, factory farming industry um, and the future of it. And I really hope that that will help open a lot of eyes also. I'm very eager to see it. I know it's going to be hard to watch, 
But like I said, it's important, right? It's important we keep viewing these things. So I, I, I challenge all of you listening to one, um, don't stop looking at these images. To, to two, watch that movie Earthlings and make yourself watch it and let yourself be emotional because if it upsets you, that means it's hitting a chord. And if you're not already vegan, hopefully it will nudge you along. If you already are, uh, hopefully it will inspire you to spread the word. And that leads into my challenge number three. Please share these facts with other people. Um, you know, not out of the blue, but a lot of the times, you know, I'll be out with people and they'll say, you know, I don't eat meat, but I do eat dairy. And I'll be like, oh, well, how come you don't eat meat, but you continue dairy? And if it's, you know, because they feel bad, then I'll say, well, you know, you know, the same type of horrors go on in the dairy industry. And then kind of lead into it. You know, you don't want to be one of those, one of those people who um, berates people and gets mad at people and makes them feel attacked. That's not going to help spread the word. What you need to do is inform, not attack. With that, um, I hope that you guys uh, will do those three challenges. Let me know how they go. Email me, ryan at mainlyplants.com. And until next week, go eat a salad. <laughs>